Hello there and welcome to this week's episode of Sunday to Sunday. Hello and welcome back to the podcast Sunday to Sunday. I'm your host Jonathan and I'm with some fantastic people that I get to do this with every single week. You know them, you love them. First up we have Stephanie Nobles. Hi. Hey, he called us fantastic. Fantastic. If we had one more person, we could be the Fantastic Four. We're just going to be the three today. Rebecca will be back soon, and then it'll be third truth. Yes, yes. And then we also have uh, Pastor Anthony Braswell, who's trying to speak to us, and it's muted. (laughs) He's he's, muted. For all our listeners, he was just really going on some explanation about his goldfish, but we couldn't hear what he was saying. Yeah, I was asking why. Do y'all like goldfish? Like, I'm... I don't eat goldfish, but I just ate three, and now I've just put like 300 on my napkin. These are amazing. <laughs> I feel like goldfish are great, but it's like the same thing with Cheez-Its. Like, that's my favorite snack, and it's they're highly addictive. <laughs> you can't eat just one. I like the ones that have pretzels on one side and cheddar on the other side. I've never in my life tried that. They're like or- called flips or something. Oh, that's creative. <laughs> I've never heard that. Huh. I'll have to check that There's out. We'll link it in the like, show notes so we can all go and order. <laughs> or the extra blasted ones where they have like, it's like extra cheddar Ooh, or some of them like so jalapeno. Yeah. yeah, those are really yeah. good. Yeah. They have, they're coming in a colored bag where like the white ones like the original. I yeah, do like those. That's those awesome. are really good. Anyways, um, welcome everyone. <laughs> welcome. Always talking about food. Hope you can keep we up. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go into our segment. Steph, you get to sing it this week. Oh, my goodness. It is. <laughs> Tell me something good. <laughs> you went bass. <laughs> yeah. I just thought I would spice it up a little. Spice <laughs> awesome. it up. Oh, that was awesome. We are guys, into our Tell Me Something Good segment. Yeah, Tell Me Something Good. You guys go first. I'll start, and it is food-related. I'm sorry. I love food. Um. But so I used to be a very picky person when it came to food. The first dish that got me into pasta was chicken parm only because I was like, Hey, that's spaghetti with fried chicken in it. I like chicken. Let me try that. (laughs) I like how you took this beautiful dish like chicken parm and made it sound so, so. (laughs) Southern. Southern. Yeah. It was from, it was from Olympians in Kinston. And uh, it was fantastic, but that was like the first time I ever ate spaghetti. I was like, "This is what spaghetti. This is what spaghetti sauce tastes like." I don't know. I was just so. So anyway, the first time I made it uh, was like two days ago, and I just took like a whole like pack of chicken breast and just made, I'm gonna eat this for like the next two or three days. So my good thing has been me just chowing down on chicken parm, and it has been fantastic. <laughs> it's been great. That's my good thing. I've loved it. Delightful. Touch me. It's been great. It's been great. (laughs) I have a question. What's your good thing, Pastor Anthony? Yeah. I have a question first. Okay. (laughs) If you, like, for you, you cooked that, but you wanted to freeze it and eat it later, what is the window of time before you can then freeze it and eat it later? What's the window of time, like, right after you cook it to freeze it? Or, like, are you talking about freezing something immediately? Like you cook a bunch of meat, how long before you can freeze that? Well, how, like before you're like, I should throw that away, not freeze it. 
if you cook something like that, like I think once it's been cooked, you know, you maybe you put it in the refrigerator for a day and you decide, hey, I'm not going to eat this anymore this week. Let me freeze it. I think within 24 hours is probably when you need to put it in the freezer. Anything after 24 to 48 hours, you're probably going to need to just go ahead and eat it instead of freezing it. Because it starts okay. to like lose its quality day after day. Why did you wait seven weeks and then put something in the freezer? No, but it's been in there a few days. Yeah. I mean. In, in the freezer or the fridge? Fridge. What's oh, a few? Is, is a few like the definition of a few, like three? Or is a few more than that to you? I'll just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I right, we're gonna get, check so, on you. We're gonna check on you in a couple of days to make sure you're still like with us and not not down the count with I, food poisoning. I thought you were talking about the freezer, but um, the fridge. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. Maybe more than five. I wouldn't. If it was more than five days, I probably wouldn't. They say, when in doubt, throw it out. So yeah. Yeah, like true. if you cook something and you put it in the refrigerator, I would try to eat it within a week. But if you like have it in the refrigerator and you're like, okay, I'm not gonna eat it this week but should I freeze it? I wouldn't wait until day seven and then put it in the freezer. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> you answer my question. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where I am. Yeah. I'm around day seven. Oh, okay. That was a few, few. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a few, few. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. Um, my something good is not food related. Oh wait, you didn't say your something good. I need to hear yours first. I'm a good left. What? I'm going to go last. Oh, you're going to go last? I'll go last. Yeah. I don't know why I just thought you said, I'm going to go to the lake house. And I'm like, what? I have okay. no idea what he said the first time. Oh, Jesus. Help. <laughs> this podcast is off to a chaotic start. Um, anyway, I'm good for that. I get so us way off track. No, it's okay. It's okay. I My something good is our latte drive through event yesterday. I was so excited. Oh, um, to be outside in nice sunny weather because it rains like every day for a year last week and <laughs> um, and then to to be able to see uh, obviously safely but um, to be able to see our church family and have people drive through and say hey and be able to give out coffee and hot chocolate and treats and stuff to everybody that we love so much that just gave me life so that is my something good this week I have another question Yes. So since we're trying to be socially distant and safe, you know, most people, when they hug, they hug, you know, you embrace like this, right? I'm showing you how to hug. <laughs> what if we just invent a new way to hug that doesn't include face-to-face -face interaction? What if a COVID hug is back-to-back? -back? I don't know if I want to bum to bum. <laughs> I like that. Asking, you know, like you just kind of turn around and instead of like a chest bump, like a back bump. So it's just a bump. <laughs> it's no longer a hug. Is that what we're saying? We're not like doing this number. Uh, oh, know, gosh, guess, that's right. Okay, like so you you're put, not you're wrapping arms your arms around. We could. We could do that. We could try. Oh, yeah. you lock, lock arms with the person behind you. Right. No, you could do that or like this. I don't think you should reach around the other person because the range of motion could get real awkward um, depending on how tall the other person is. Yeah, maybe maybe you should stick with elbow bumps, like boom, and then keep moving. <laughs> keep moving, all right, all right. Yeah, so my tell me something good. 
<laughs> Sorry, we are on a lot of rabbit trails today. <laughs> um, my tell me something good is shout out to Newburn, North Carolina. Um, I spoke at a little uh, seminar for young ministers and and they um, invited me to go to Newburn and do this. And so I spent the night at a hotel in Newburn. I got there late and I woke up to the sunrise over the Noose River where I guess that's the Noose River right there. That's not the sound, right? And all of these beautiful sailboats and all these beautiful things were outside my window. It was, the, and it went walk downtown. There's all these great restaurants downtown Newburn. Um, people are sleeping on Newburn. That's a great, that's a great little town. Because of the bears. People are scared of the bears. <laughs> yeah, I did see a lot of bear. <laughs> the statues, they got those statue bears everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Where'd you stay? Uh, it was a Hilton property right there. Oh, okay. I think it was a double tree, but they just finished it. It was a brand, brand new remodeled. Uh, double tree? Did you get recently. cookies? They did have cookies, and I didn't get cookies. I told them I did not want the cookies. I was trying to watch my calories while I eat my goldfish. <laughs> I watch my calories too. I watch them go right in my mouth. I. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did bypass are, the cookies. Those cookies are the highlight of a double tree. Well, now I got to go back just to get that. But it was a great, great little area, and I had great times, great little seminar. Um, but that town, I had some good meals, and yeah, y'all should go to Newburn. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to um, link the town of Newburn website in the show notes. <laughs> whole town. The whole town. You decide. You choose your own adventure in Newburn. There you go. <laughs> that sounds delightful. I'm going to tell you something else that was good. It was actually great. Pastor, that was your message this past week. Oh, yeah. It was a new series called Win the Day, uh, really pulling from a book from Mark Batterson uh, with the same title. And uh, I'm really looking forward to these these next couple, well, I guess seven uh, weeks. We're going through a different habit, uh, basically to really encourage fellow believers on how to live out God's purpose for their lives. Uh, and we went through one habit, the first habit this past week, which I thought was really really cool because it makes us think about like our own personal journey and walk. And, uh, it was simply flip the script. Um, and you know, it, it really focused on how past chapters of our life we can sometimes allow to dictate our future. We kind of like, well, if that happened in my past, like that's going to be me in my future. And, you know, as we look all through old Testament of God's people, you know, constantly messing up like that, their past wasn't necessarily their future. So we can't think that, would be the same for us. So uh, as we open up this dialogue, Pastor, let's just kind of elaborate on what it means, what it looks like to make a daily decision to flip the script in our lives. Yeah, I, I love what Reggie Dab says. Like, my past is my history, but my future is my destiny. And a lot of times we can use our past um, as an excuse to not move forward, kind of take on that victim mentality. Mark Batterson, one of the things that I shared, a single failure can fashion a defeatist attitude. A single trauma can amputate pieces of our personality. A single rejection can destroy someone's capacity to trust. Um, but we've just got to decide that we're not going to allow those things to continue to rob from us, but instead use them as a stepping stone uh, to really embrace the future that God has for us. And it's a conscious decision. You can't choose what... Um, what your circumstance is all of the time, um, but you can choose your response to it. And so uh, I'm going to flip that script. I'm not going to let 
Um, I'm not going to let that story play out the way I've seen it so many other times in people's lives. I want to see something different. And, you know, um, as you were going through that, that habit and talking about the script, you know, I, I love movies. I think we all can agree that we, you know, love some type of uh, TV show or movie or something. And when I was thinking literally from kind of a, I guess, more of a production standpoint, when you think of a script, that's something that's probably reworked like time and time and time again. And so I was thinking, you know, whenever we look at a script, a lot of it can already be written, you know, i.e. our kind of past, but the future is up to us and we can't let that, we can't let what's already be written dictate what's in the future, I guess. So that's kind of like, even as you're going through that for me specifically, that's what I was thinking. Like my past is not what dictate my future. And I love what you said from Reggie Dabbs. Um, Steph, do you have any other input uh, into this, like this first habit we're trying to implement in this first week of uh, win the day, uh, flip the script? Well, I do. This is kind of funny, but I told Pastor Anthony earlier, I love the part where he was telling the story about how he was um, given a new name in the first grade, how he was called Tony B. And then in the second grade, he, <laughs> he wanted to be called Spike, which I still laugh at so much because like, where did that come from? Because <laughs> I look like a Spike. I will say that Leanne Cahoon, our um, pre-K director, she was in that classroom and knew me as Tony B. And she, she still, still to this day <laughs> calls me Tony B. Yeah. That's so funny. And it's so funny how you guys like, you know, didn't your family, like your family moved, right? Yeah. Yeah. I moved. Yeah. And so y'all weren't, y'all didn't know so each other until again until later on. <laughs> you were embarrassed. Yeah I, to, yeah. I had to relocate. That's why we moved was because. He's out spike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it kind of just, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but did, do you guys like, ever want to change your name or were were you supposed to be called something else when you were born and then then you were given the name you have now actually Jonathan were you always supposed to be Jonathan me yeah I think you're the only Jonathan on other... this call if I'm using the right name sorry sorry I was I was, I was <laughs> I, I'm John I'll cut that up but I was also I was also reading I'm sorry um was I always supposed to be Jonathan mm-hmm I think so. Uh, I have to go back. I don't, there was like a different person that named each of me and each of my brothers. I don't know who, I think maybe my aunt named me. I don't think I was supposed to be anybody else. I think I was supposed to be Jonathan. I was almost Michael Anthony. Oh, okay. Did that yeah. have any influence on when you named Micah? No. Because he's Micah Anthony. Yeah, no, no. That's funny. Uh, I didn't even think about that. No, but yeah, I was supposed to be Michael Anthony. That was that was a the other alternative. If I'd have been a girl, I was going to be Amanda Michelle. Amanda Michelle. Okay, but they Amanda just slipped Michelle. that Harold in there right at the last. Oh, yeah. Last minute, I got stuck with Harold. I will wow. say, I, I was supposed to be Jonathan, but for every sibling after my oldest brother, my mom really wanted daughters so i'm pretty sure there was at one time like a female name for each of us like before we were conceived like oh yeah this next one's gonna be so and so and then we all turned out to be Jessica. boys so. yeah yeah Jana. Jana. <laughs> just for every jenny i <laughs> was supposed to be leslie dalton nobles jr but my you dad's name is leslie you could have been that as a girl i could have but back then it was more popular as a male name and I'm probably junior wasn't a weird thing, but I, I mean, they thought I was a boy until I arrived. So <laughs> my dad made a my name on the spot. If you're a girl, no, you don't know any why. 
If you just have the same name. I guess, but that's like not a thing people do, I guess. Because typically the guy carries the the family name. Well, because I guess you can't be a junior because they're assuming if you get married one day you and you change your name, you're no longer that junior. You see what I'm saying? I, I do see what you're saying, but it would be totally possible if you had a kind of a middle of the road name. Well, now, you know, 2021 names are very like unisex. People use them for, for a female or a male or, or whatever. Like our, our friend Rebecca, the baby's name is Skylar James. And, you know, James is a family name and a lot more people are using James for girls too when it was traditionally a male name. But, you know, so you have that. I guess you could have a junior. Times are changing. <laughs> A female junior. But anyways, it's just my like you could be Ryan James. That could be a boy or a girl. Yeah, absolutely. So if you were like Ryan James Smith Junior. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyways, but it it made me think about like, you know, I could have been I could have had a totally another a different name and would that change who I am or, or whatever. And I think you just going along with this flip the script. We're wondering if if everything's already planned out ahead of time or if we have any choice in it. And the thing is, we do have a choice. And, you know, we have our name. We have the name that people call us. We have the name, you know, that we call ourselves, whether that's our actual name or if it's things that we think describe us. But we, we choose those things. And we can choose to be what God has called us to be, um, whether our past says that we should be something else like maybe our parents acted one way good or bad and we're expected to be the same thing we have to make a choice to just walk forward in what god has called us to be not not who other people call us to be or who our parents were or who our siblings were or whatever you know we have our own uh destiny like reggie dabs says yeah, I can't get off this yeah. name thing. Excuse me, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. I just wrestled with your head. I did. It was it was rough. Anyway, I, I can't but... I can't get off this name thing. Hold on a second. Why could you not name a girl after the mother? Have you ever heard I, of that? I don't think that. I don't think it's a can't. I think it's just people don't. Because Why I not? think I think no. it, are, are in regard to keeping the junior. Is that what you're talking about? No, just like why you know, you always hear taking like a grandparent's name or even a father's name, but I don't know of any situation where a child was named after a mom. Well, I think because traditionally there's the assumption that like if a girl's named after the mom, there is the assumption that the girl will be married one day, have a different last name, and so will no longer be a junior, so it's pointless. All right. I don't know. But again, I'm saying think times are changing so people can do whatever they want. <laughs> we could have named Blair Mary Ann Braswell a second. I've <laughs> 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 never heard anybody do that before. That's funny. Never thought about that before. Sure can. You go. I, got you thinking. I got y'all thinking now. Yeah, I guess Let me tell so. you where Blair's name came from. Yeah. Facts of life and a street sign. I like it. Honestly, Micah's name, Micah Anthony. So he was named after an Old Testament prophet, Micah, and Anthony, which is me. Uh, so it's a strong, meaningful name. 
And Blair was our favorite character on Facts of Life. And Madison came, we saw it on a street sign in Kinston one day. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, you want to tell people how North Park got its name? No, I'm embarrassed. Very spiritual. It was very spiritual. I was sitting at a pizza place in Little Rock, Arkansas, and I looked up and we were sitting in the North Park Shopping Center eating pizza. <laughs> so that's what our church legacy go. is named after a delicious <laughs> pizza place shopping center. Larry's, Larry's was delicious, mm -hmm. I will say yeah. that. Um, that's funny. But yeah, so Stephanie, I'm named after Stephanie Power, who was an actress in the 80s. She played in Heart to Heart with Jack Wagner. <laughs> My dad had a crush on her. And so when I came, when I arrived and I was a girl, my dad had to name me at the last minute. They didn't have a girl name picked out. So Stephanie Quinn. So he chose the person he had a crush on? That's funny. <laughs> Stephanie That's funny. and Quinn. Well, and he liked it too because um, my mom and I have the same initials. So Pastor, why is your Quinn. daughter's name Jennifer Lopez Braswell? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no reason. I mean, is there a reason that you named your daughter Jennifer Lopez? Like after the, no, 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 just ran. It was just what we always thought. Oh gosh. My point is if we're going to bring it on back, I did not become an actress because I was named after one, but I just, I got to choose what God had for me. And I like that part of, of your sermon is there is action that we have to take. There is a choice and we can choose it. it that doesn't mean it's easy. There's work it's to be done. definitely okay. not easy. Um, but as an elder and I spoke about today, one of our elders was sometimes the most difficult choice is the right choice. Oh, of course. It all, it all connects. We brought it full circle. God doesn't just <laughs> rename hard. us. He puts his name on us. On Amen. us. <laughs> <laughs> it's all connected. Uh, as we um, conclude this discussion about the this first week in in win the day, um, I did want to kind of focus. You, you'd already mentioned those three points about um, or that quote: a single failure can fashion a defeatist attitude, and kind of went through a single trauma, a single rejection, and how they can affect us. And you know, when we look at Old Testament and God's people, God's people, chosen people, they had way more than just a single mess up you know, in their lives, but God still was like, I'm going to use them. And it's just kind of the circle of like grace. They kind of receive it and live it, but then they're going to mess up. And then he was free. And it's kind of like a circle. Um, and, and at the end you kind of concluded and gave us homework, you know, kind of really, really challenging us to, to keep in mind that the goal is not for us to just get through scripture and not to just kind of read words on a page. Cause they're much more than that, but it's about getting scripture through you. Um, so how should that statement encourage us as followers of Christ to stay in his word? We want to flip the script. We want to not look at not only just our past, but the past of God's people and think that that's our future. Uh, we want to make sure that, that we're, we're, we're getting life out of, out of this word, this living word. So how do we better um, encourage followers of Christ to keep that in mind? It's about getting scripture through you. Well, the only way to get God's word in you is to get in God's word. So like we've got to study. We've got to read it. We've got to. Um, we've got to learn what God's word has to say. Um, you know, you and I had a conversation just the other day that we are to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, all your soul, your faith, all your mind. Right. And, and so that our mind is so important. Um, so, so we have to, we have to know what God's word says. The Bible says to hide his word in our heart that we might not sin against God. 
And, and yeah, we hide it in our heart by getting it in our mind, right? Be, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so if the truth of God's word is really what sets us free, then the only way we tru- truly find freedom is, is in knowing what his word says and knowing his truth. And uh, one thing that I've been studying recently is, you know, Jesus is in the wilderness. He's fasting for 40 days and the enemy Satan comes against him and and tests him and tempts him three different times in every situation in every situation that the enemy threw against him he just he just came back with the truth of of god's word right it was man doesn't live by bread alone but every word that comes out of the mouth of god like it just kept giving him scripture and and so i think what i'm learning is it's really important that we stay in god's word that we keep our minds saturated with god's word so that when we are in those battles, when we are going through some stuff that, that we lead with it, that that's what comes out is, is God's word. And, you know, it's easy um, to face a difficult challenge and, okay, well, that, I really need to get God's word now. Mm, I'm not saying that's too late, but we need to do that way before, right? We need to have God's word in our hearts. So when we do go through the challenge, that we are equipped, that we are ready, and that our faith is strong to sustain those winds that come at us. Yeah, I think too, you know, we go through difficult things in life and everybody's things are different and at different times, different magnitudes, you feel them differently, whatever. But that's just a fact of life is that we're all gonna go through difficult situations, circumstances, seasons, whatever that looks like. And in those moments is are when we are our weakest, and that's when Satan really tries to get in there and, and get in your heart and in your mind and mess you up and get you further away from the Lord. And so you need something that's real to cling to. And if you don't know who God is, or if you don't know what he, he gave to us in his word, those are the things we need to be clinging to in, in our weakest and our strongest moments of life, but definitely in our weakest. Um, if we don't know what's there to cling to, then we will certainly fall or cling to things of this world that we don't even realize it that has nothing to do with the Lord. And whether that's a person or a relationship or our job or, you know, um, some sort of substance or addiction, you know, those are the things that we end up clinging to in our weakness when we don't know what to cling to from God's word. And so I think that it just so much, it's so important because we have to know who he is and, and what he has for us. Um, so we can uh, grasp onto those things when we're strong and when we're weak. Yeah, that's Especially good. When we're weak. And, <laughs> right. And pastor, as you open this up, you know, the focus is that we want to help people win the day, not in a worldly sense, but so that they can live out God's purpose for their life. And we can't know what that is if we're not, constantly in his word, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I love that that was kind of a challenge and and we'll continue to go through this for the next six weeks. There's seven habits all together. So this is a seven week yeah. series and we encourage you to join us uh, this Sunday for, for week two at 10 AM, either through our website or on Facebook. Uh, we will be both uh, at 10 AM. We uh, invite you and we I'll also ask you to invite other people to watch along with you so you can have this conversation so we continue to live out our purpose together, not just individually as we're all isolated in the season. Let's do this uh, together. Um, and as we close out the day, we're going to go to our 
right now segment <laughs> and we're going to have some uh some discussion about steph today's right now segment is if you could get rid of one chore in mm. your life whatever it is and it would either magically automatically or somebody else would do this for you for the rest of your life so basically your least favorite chore what is it all right i'm gonna go first okay <laughs> You thought about that for 0.5 seconds. You knew. I knew. Not This is going to sound weird because there is a difference. Not dishes in general, not just, just like just doing dishes, but specifically, I wish as soon as you got done cooking something, it was automatically like cleaned right up after. Like specifically with cooking. It just seemed that can be such a, a, a discouragement. It's like, hey, I want to cook this dish. And you're like, you know, after you're done, you're like, oh. I got to clean that all up now, you know? Yeah. And so I wish there was some kind of way that as I clean something, I could put it in this like magic square on my counter. And when I put it there, it just, boom, it was done. Like as I finished, right. like, like instantly, boom, just. Boop, boop. So let me great. get this straight. Let me get this straight. So you want, um, you want somebody to invent something kind of like a square box. You said that's in your kitchen. Or it could be that a when portal. you finish using it, you put you put the dishes in it and not dishes <laughs> pots and pans not dishes not dishes because here's the thing i don't That's know hilarious. some people are different but some people are different but when i put stuff when i put stuff in the dishwasher it can like almost not have anything on it some people they'll put it up there with all the gunked up stuff and everything. i i can't do that i, I don't either I, I wash almost every dish before it goes in the dishwasher so, so when it comes, not plates and stuff, that's what I'm talking about. Not just j dishes in general, but when it comes like pots and pans, things that's on the stove, things in the, in the oven, like I, I, I hand wash almost all of those things, period. Yeah. Um, I do too. And then I put it in the dishwasher. I, I double, I well, double so up. You guys, Pastor Anthony, you have pots that can go in the dishwasher. Most people do not. Most people have stuff with nonstick and you're not supposed to put that in the dishwasher. That you is true. Yeah. Pots and pans. Um, yeah. That's another so. thing. Yeah, so specifically stuff I'm cooking with, not just like cups and silverware and plates, stuff like that. So no, I, do use I the said that. I was, I was joking with you because I was listening to a podcast the other day, my favorite podcast, and they had a whole segment on inventions. And this guy was like, yeah, I hate doing dishes. I just wish that somebody would make a box that you could just <laughs> like put dishes in and then all of a sudden they're just like clean. And they were all like, dishwasher, dude. Dishwasher? <laughs> he was like, no, not like that. Like, no, you put them in there, and they're just like they come out clean. <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about?" So he wants an instant dishwasher. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that he ever really got the point across of what he was trying to say, but whatever he was trying to describe, he just kept describing the dishwasher. That's so <laughs> really funny. funny. But I, I can kind of get what you're saying. Like, so no kind of prep. Like, it could be covered in like food residue. And you just shove it all in there, no organization, and then beep, 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 and then boom, sparkling clean, disinfected everything. Sure, yeah. there you go. Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah, because when you, I mean, you know, like mixing bowls, like if I'm using something for like egg wash, if I'm like frying, if I'm doing something in the oven, like most of that stuff I'm going to end up hand washing. So yeah, if I could do the boot, boot, shove thing, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine's kind of like yours. I, I, I don't like unloading the dishwasher. I really, I don't mind loading it. I don't like unloading it. 
Um, See, that but, gives me but so I, much satisfaction. Oh, I hate it. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I don't mind washing clothes. I just don't want to fold them. It's that last step both times. But I'm going to just say I will do that every day if I never had to clean out the refrigerator again. I cannot handle like the leftover containers. I can't do it, y'all. And that was something Marianne would always do. I can't handle the smell. I don't know if I got this gag reflex. I'm sitting there going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You know, like it's, I can't handle it. <laughs> and I will throw, I will throw a, a, a container away in a heartbeat. Like so just, you don't have I can't, <laughs> can't do it. And the other day, man, I hope they don't listen to this podcast. Somebody brought us a, um, a dessert and it even said on the top, we don't need this plate back. <laughs> we didn't eat it all. I mean, it was good and we ate a lot of it. But when I got, got done, I was just looking at it. And all I saw was that, that note that was like, we don't need this plate back. And I was like, well, if you don't need it, I don't need it. I was there for this. <laughs> and I was like, bloop, bloop. <laughs> 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 I like, oh wow! I, I just can't. I hate cleaning off that stuff out of the refrigerator. As like organized and disciplined as I am about most things, like there has been there have been times in my life where there was something in my fridge so long that I just exactly exactly what you just said. I just threw away the whole container. I didn't even try. <laughs> just yeah. goodbye. Luca. Goodbye soup from Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When um, I was in college, yeah. my, uh, sorry, my, when I was okay. in college, my mom sent sent me some uh, um, spaghetti home or to school, and I get back and it was from my roommate. Well, he didn't eat it right away, and I don't know what we were thinking. We just didn't um, we didn't put it in the refrigerator. It just sat in a Tupperware container on the on the tabletop. And y'all, it sat there day after day after day after day. And I don't know if we thought it you didn't have to refrigerate it or exactly what was happening when we were down the stoop. And one day he was like, man, I'm hungry. I was like, that spaghetti's up there. And he was like, man, that sounds good. And he opened that container and I learned very quickly, things need to go in the refrigerator and they need to go in there fast. That makes me not. I didn't eat spaghetti for a really long time. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Oh my god! Oh, it was probably just dust of mold at that point. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was horrible. Oh my gosh, mm. Steph, um, how about you? I keep going back and forth between um, vacuuming or cooking. Oh, which I know Pastor Anthony loves to vacuum. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> but I'm go vacuum when we're done, just because you said it. <laughs> I think um, just I think because there's more that goes into a vacuum than because you have to like occasionally clean that filter and then you have to empty like the canister and that never goes well you know <laughs> it's like it's all over the trash bag where you empty it or I don't know and then like I gotta go upstairs downstairs and then there's carpet on my stairs so I'm like vacuuming every stair. <laughs> Yeah. It just, I mean, I do it, but I don't like it. It would be nice if I could boop, boop, boop. And then all of my carpets are so super clean and like none of the vacuuming even had to happen. It was just magic. Mm. Um, that or the cooking. And I think the cooking is not so much the cooking part. It's the, it takes an hour and a half to prep it, five seconds to eat it, and then 12 years to get the dishes done. So if, if somebody else would just do cooking and like take care of all that, it would be great. <laughs> 
Wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have to eat? I, well, part of me wants to say yes, because I feel like that takes up so much time and money and thought because I like to think about what I'm going to eat, but I do enjoy, I do enjoy food as referenced by this entire podcast. <laughs> we do like these. Yeah, but it would be nice to not even have to think about that. So if you got nothing else from this podcast, remember two things. Jesus is good and so is food. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's happening right now. So are chores. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. If you have something you'd like to share with us that you are giving up or would like to give up as a chore for replacement with something else right now, we encourage you send us an email uh, at info at discovernorthpark.com. You can leave that for us. Leave a five-star review. If this has brightened up your day, we sure hope it has. And until next time, we will see you next week. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Just a reminder for our listeners, we release these episodes every Wednesday, and we want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. For more information and links to resources mentioned in today's episode, visit northpartrdu.com and click on the podcast page. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Join us every Wednesday for new episodes of Sunday to Sunday.